thank you for listening to yes another podcast here on the real fun dc app and as always you can email us at yes another podcast at gmail.com you can follow us on social media on twitter at yes another pod and you can follow us on instagram at yes another podcast uh i as you know or as you hear carlos is not here with us here tonight uh he's out sick cough cough watching the uh, atlanta hawks game <coughs> um so <laughs> so i'm holding down the four here tonight on yes another podcast i'm your host Darius. you can follow me on social media on twitter on instagram on twitch on youtube at the underscore game 836 on any of those platforms uh those of you who have followed me on twitch i appreciate you we're well on our way to 100 followers so let's uh keep running up that follower account so we can get to 100 followers on twitch i might uh actually do a little might do a little giveaway or something some kind of some kind of way to celebrate getting to 100 followers so uh, if you want to be a part of that experience give me a follow the underscore game 836 on twitch.tv but this is not a solo podcast i don't i'm not just going to sit here and talk your head off just me i mean i know you guys love me and all but that's not how we're going to roll i had to bring somebody on board and i brought on a former guest uh we had him on Ooh, man maybe like uh 10 11 episodes ago somewhere in that range mm-hmm. um and uh you know they did such a great job we had a lot of fun that episode so i felt like this is a good opportunity with carlos being out to bring him back and that is the one and only sam smoot otherwise known as g6 goat welcome back sam what's good welcome back to yes another podcast what's going on man i'm glad to be back i'm glad you know i got to call up man from the uh, minor league to get up pulled up man i appreciate it yeah yeah you know carlos went on the injured list or the the disabled list injured reserve whatever you call it we gotta call somebody yeah. up from the practice squad from from the minor leagues and and, and there you go yeah. you you are the bat now you're batting you're batting third in the lineup tonight yes sir i'm ready you know i've been warming up waiting for my moment <laughs> <laughs> and uh working they uh working the folks uh of yes another podcast and the real fun dc where can they follow you sam yeah yeah definitely they can follow me um at g6 g6 underscore goat and um, i'm on uh twitch twitter instagram you name it i'm on there apple music whatever you want to throw out there i'm on you you just type in g6 underscore goat and it's there hmm you know, mm-hmm. since you brought up music, uh-oh. Uh little birdie told me that we got something to look forward to from you here music wise soon. Oh yeah, you know, at 12 um 12 a.m. midnight tonight dropping a um you know, a single, my first song ever um with one of our homeboys Flow Flow Spasm Judah, you know, dropping at 12 o'clock officially on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube Music, all oh, that's dropping tonight at 12. Uh-huh. Look at that. Look at that. Now we're recording this on a, on a Thursday here. It's Thursday, July 1st, actually. First mm-hmm. day of the month uh, when we're recording this. So by the time this goes live on uh, on Real Fun DC and our other uh, podcast applications that were available on, uh, that single actually had already dropped. So, um, so yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome, man. Uh, I actually, <laughs> we were, we were hanging out, uh, what was that last week? Oh, last weekend. Yeah. We were hanging out last weekend. Yeah. And, uh, you get, you, you gave me the exclusive sneak preview of this single. And, uh, I, I will say I'm looking forward to seeing the reaction from the folks when they get to hear it. So it's going to be cool. I'm going to congratulations on that. Very proud of you. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. And thanks for, you know, being a listening ear. You know, I got shared with my folks first, my day ones. There we go. There we go. This is episode 98 
that's another thing mm. that we've been teasing the last few uh fat, last few episodes is that we're getting closer and closer to episode 100 so uh, me and carlos of course we got some some cool things planned for these last couple episodes leading up to la- uh, episode 100 so keep a look out on that we'll hopefully have some teasers and some announcements on our social media pages again at yes another pod on twitter at yes another podcast on instagram so you can kind of see and get a sneak preview of what you can look forward to from our 100th episode and then some of the cooler things we're going to be doing beyond we're going to have some rebranding coming up soon potentially another uh side podcast or i guess you can call it uh a a branch of our podcast tree that we're planning on creating there's uh some cool things to look forward to uh, if you're a fan of yes another podcast we thank you for listening through our first 98 episodes and we hope you're listening beyond as we get to episode 100 and, and more yes sir definitely yeah so let's see we're again this is first week of july or first day of july i guess again by the time this episode is uh live on air it'll be first week of july and the nba playoffs are still going on <laughs> they're still going on now normally yeah normally nba finals are done with by this time but we're, we're getting close to the draft and the combine and mm-hmm. free agencies cooking up but obviously with uh, the COVID-19 experience that we've dealt with all through 2020, it's kind of thrown off the season schedules of, uh, of sports. Uh, so the NBA season started a little bit later, therefore it's running a little bit later into the summer. Right now, as of this moment, the Phoenix Suns won the Western Conference last night. So congratulations to them. Congratulations to their fans. Congratulations to Chris Paul and Yay, Devin Booker. <laughs> Uh-oh, that, was, that was sarcasm. <laughs> that was sarcasm if I've ever heard it right there. <laughs> I'm just saying congrats. You know, he, he waited all his, you know, 30 years in NBA for this. <laughs> 14 years, I think, or 16 years. Boy, that's not, yeah. not 30. Let's not yeah. exaggerate. <laughs> not 30 in uh, his time, you know, he, you know, he, that's like dog years for him. That is so disrespectful. And <laughs> um, so they, they they put out the L.A. Clippers. And then as of right now, again, why uh, Carlos probably isn't here tonight, but, you know, he's sick. Uh, <laughs> the, the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks are uh, squaring off in game five. So so they're in a tied series to to uh, trying to figure out who's going to face the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> the one thing that's kind of stood out throughout this playoffs, obviously, has been injuries. Mm. And it seems like it seems like we're destined to get to the point where, especially if it's the Suns versus the Hawks, um, or let's say the Suns versus the Bucks, and the Bucks don't have their high-paid superstar Giannis Antetokounmpo. Ooh, good job saying that name. I, you know, I work in radio, so. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> that'll be the last time I say his name for the rest of the show. The, <laughs> um, the, I, I guess the, the, the thing that's going to happen here is if we get to this point where the Suns win or by all means, if the Hawks win, we're going to get that stigma where everybody's going to say, I mean, they won the championship, but, mm-hmm. and it, and it's, I feel bad that whatever team wins this title, I mean, even if it is the Bucks, even if Giannis comes back and the, and the Bucks go ahead, go ahead and win this, it, it just seems like there's going to be an asterisk 
on whichever team wins because of the rash of injuries that happen throughout these playoffs, uh, even or even leading up right to the playoffs. Obviously, in the Western Conference, you got guys like Jamal Murray, who was hurt for the for the uh, Denver Nuggets. You got guys like uh, Anthony Maybe. Davis, who was hurt for the mm-hmm. Lakers. In the Eastern Conference, you, KD was basically by himself. Uh, Kevin Durant was by himself, where Kyrie and James Harden were hurt at different times. And mm-hmm. and now, again, you, with the Bucks here, you have Giannis is hurt. With mm-hmm. the Clippers in the Western Conference, Kawhi Leonard was hurt. And remember, uh, Trey Young just uh, just missed a game, too. Yeah, he's actually not playing tonight. Um, and mm-hmm. he's he's already missed a game. There. So it, <laughs> it, it, it sucks mm-hmm. that. It sucks that people are going to look at whichever team wins the championship and say, that's cool, they won, but such and such was injured. They shouldn't have been there, this, that, and the other. What what, what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you think that's fair, or do you think it's just injuries are a part of the game? It's, 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 it's not definitely. whoever's team's fault? Yeah, it's going to be, um, to me, it's like whoever wins is going to be the most healthiest team. That's, at the end of the day, it's going to be the most healthiest team. doesn't matter who makes it is whoever's the healthiest is going to last and, you know, complete and whoever lasts those potential seven games is going to make it. And injuries, um, they're part of sports, you know, being though, you know, like I said, I, you know, we I coach and everything. So we got to have that mentality, you know, next man up, you know, no matter what the circumstances is next man up, you got to be able to train, you know, it's definitely sucks though. Cause you feel like you're not getting the full experience, but it's a part of the game. And um, LeBron James had mentioned it and tweeted it, but it's true, you know, when those guys and you guys not getting that proper rest, they're not taking care of their bodies the same, you know, not getting a long enough off season, that wear and tear is definitely going to break down. Your body's going to break down. You're human. So we're not robots out there. We all humans, no matter how athletic you are, you know, your body's going to eventually break down. It's just for them, for the guys in the playoffs, it's breaking down at crucial moments, you know crucial moments they hurt look at the Clippers you know they went as long as they could but I think it definitely went probably seven games if, if uh Kawhi would have played and you know that's and the injuries are happening to people no offense not these not role players not bench players happening to superstars these are happening to people that yeah. are needed out there <laughs> yeah and I don't I actually want to circle back to the fact that you're a coach and I, not only your coach, you're an athlete too. You've, you've been a, you've yeah. been a part of lots of teams, teams that have, you know, gone into playoff races and gone on to, to win championships and things of that sort. And your various uh, football leagues that you've played in. Do you have you ever been in a situation where you as a coach or you as an athlete let injuries be an excuse, or is it just built into your brain as a, as an athlete or as a coach? that you can't let injuries be an excuse. How, how does that work? Um, definitely can't um, let injuries be an excuse. Um, it definitely sucks no matter who, to, you know, no matter circ- circumstances like in life, like um, losing like a star play, like a quarterback or something, we still, we gotta just adjust, you know, adjust your game plan, adjust what's going on, adjust your personnel, always be prepared for what if, you know, we always wanna do that. You know, be prepared mentally because you never know. We're part of the game we're playing no matter what sport. You never know what can happen. So you want to be prepared. Just don't put all your eggs in one basket. Just what if, you know, let that system, them, uh, backups get those reps, those quality reps, get everybody ready because this game, these games that we play, you know, wear and tear on that body. You just never know. Yeah, it's and, – and you brought up another good point too with LeBron kind of expressing this was bound to happen with the way that – 
the last season, the, the, the bubble season or the COVID season, however you want to uh, describe it as, how that ended. And then basically they were kind of right back into things within a couple months, whereas normally they get a lot more time to, to, to mm-hmm. have an off season and you know, rest their bodies up as well as, uh, you know, for some players changing their bodies up and changing up their mm-hmm. styles and, and developing their skills uh, during that off season time and that down period time. Yeah. These, unfortunately the, the, the teams that were in the bubble and, and played through that COVID that secondary COVID season, you know, they didn't get that amount of time like the teams that were outside of the playoffs didn't get to, uh, you know, they did get that rest. So, so, I mean, it is a unique season. It sucks. But at the end of the day, I mean, the team that survives, they had to battle through it all. I don't care if they, mm-hmm. if they're the healthiest team at this point, they, they dealt with something at some point throughout the season. You know, yep. it, it, it's, it's not fair for us as fans to put that stigma on, whichever team wins the championship to say oh yeah they won the championship but it's just i just don't think it's fair so no they still had to play the game still has to be played game still has to be played they have to go out there and play 48 minutes of of Mm -hmm. basketball 48 plus minutes of basketball each and every Mm -hmm. night and (laughs) they have to score more points than the other team no matter what what no matter what people are on the other team they still got to go out there and score more points than the other team until the clock hits zero so, Sam, the big news of the week uh, that came out of the world of entertainment would be that the one and only Bill Cosby has been released mm-hmm. from prison. After three years, he's been, he's been in prison for three years. He went in uh, 2018, I believe it was, is when he went in prison for uh, charges revolving around uh, sexual allegations from back in, I guess it was 2004. Four is when these allegations were made against him um, when he sexually assaulted a young lady that was working at Temple University at the time. And uh, yeah, the it, it looks like the state of Pennsylvania uh, decided to drop his charges based off of some, I guess, new things that have uh, new things and legal issues that have arisen since then. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't really know how to process this because it seems like it seems like for one it seems like there's a possibility that even though he's been released he could continue to be charged again Mm -hmm. based off of other allegations there's i believe they said there's up to 50 other allegations that were out there Mm -hmm. that went against him uh and it's like okay cool he walked free and now he could be back in court he could be back in court yeah, next right, week right. as far as we sure know. <laughs> yeah. So um pretty pretty crazy stuff. I mean I I would imagine, you know, his time in jail so far, he's probably been on good behavior and there's probably other factors mm-hmm. such as that 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 led to that led to this. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you're gonna go right back into the courts <laughs> based off of all <laughs> these other allegations, then what's the point? Exactly. You know, I guess get get a breath of fresh air, you know, for a moment. <laughs> Been in there almost three years. And, you know, I guess, you know, it, it does look, I guess, look good in his favor for right now. But those allegations, the amount of allegations, I see it because it's a few, but like you said 50, that's just excessive. And I believe that release is, this release is going to be like short lived, you know, 
Because out of that 50, you know, it'll be a miracle if he get all those allegations dropping. He just walk out and be a, a free man with a clean slate from going forward from today. I mean, not from today. I forgot what day he was actually officially released. Um, but for him to have to go through that, especially at that age, is crazy. And then the show, we can't, I can't even find the Cosby show no more unless you maybe go on YouTube or something, but they took, snatched all them reruns. I've been watching reruns of the Cosby show majority of my whole life, but you can't find that on TV at all. So, yeah, in a, in a lot of ways, Cosby has been, since he's been in jail, he's been kind of forgotten. Uh, yeah. Obviously, obviously, a lot of things have happened in the world that could, that have, taken our minds away from the craziness that was his cases back in 2017, 2018, and, and a little bit prior to that. But uh, the, <laughs> I get, you know, what's crazy. This actually kind of connects to some news that came out today, again, July 1st, where uh, are you, Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Washington mm-hmm. football team, mm-hmm. he, oh, for the last year, him and the organization have been under investigation for, kind of similar similar things where you know they were they were saying that there was a lot of uh foul play in the offices Mm -hmm. and in the background uh you know towards women and there were you know allegations of uh abuse of sexual abuse of cheerleaders and and female employees throughout the offices so dan snyder and the washington football team have been under investigation for the last year and today the nfl actually released a statement saying that while Snyder won't be suspended, he he and the team will be fined ten million dollars, and that ten mm-hmm. million dollars are going to go towards it's going to go towards charities and other and other uh, benefits towards causes. But uh, it, it's <laughs> I, I think the big takeaway from it was that it seems like fans expected more of a punishment. Yeah. It seems like ten million dollars is yeah. a slap of the wrist for a guy mm-hmm. who makes billions and billions of dollars uh, owning an NFL team and all the other endeavors that Dan Snyder's involved in. So mm-hmm. uh, it, I don't know. It kind of, I think it, it's a, in a way it's a stain on the NFL, obviously, because mm-hmm. fans and those who are affected by this are going to see the NFL as like, Oh, you're, you're just, saving one of your own you're saving the owner you're bailing the owner out mm-hmm. you know 10 million dollars is nothing why is he not suspended why is there not why is he not being forced to sell the team things of that sort in a way mm-hmm. i mean you would think that victims uh, or uh, alleged victims of bill cosby's endeavors might feel the same way where yeah he was released after three years of prison but what did the three years of prison teach him was that was that enough of a punishment mm-hmm. you know? It's it's yeah, tough. And I, it's tough. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, like a ten million dollar uh, fine to him is like fifty dollar ticket for us or something. That's equivalent <laughs> <laughs> to him. That ain't. It's not nothing, you know. And definitely got. I think it should be more for that because that's something you can't play with. Those allegations like that are definitely serious, you know. Can't can joke with that. You gotta. I believe you know people that are found guilty for that should get more than a 10 million dollar fine slap on the wrist like you mentioned forced to sell the team hit them where it hurts you know what i'm saying you gotta penalize these people to realize you know that's not good because you know if he 10 million dollars ain't nothing he could do that oh oh dang i'm just gonna try harder next time not to get caught you know what i'm saying i'm just gonna make sure now that they're aware i'm yeah. just gonna make sure yeah i don't get caught this time and you know be more on my p's and q's 
But yeah. I, didn't, I didn't learn nothing. Ten, ten, he's not going to learn from a ten million dollar fine at all. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not considered hitting him where it hurts for sure. Yeah, but if, yeah, and and again, it's just it should be more about the the justice for the victims and the and and those that make the allegations, and and I just don't know if these kinds of things make up for that and make up make up for the 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 hurt and the pain and the and the suffering that those victims go through so at all and the 10 10 million is going to a charity you know what i'm saying did they they, i wonder if they behind closed doors reached a settlement or something to the victims at least that you know i'm saying i know monetary thing is not going to be equal to the you know emotional pipe pain and distress they're going through but at least you know proper compensation is due I would think. Yeah, I mean, we know this country has a long way to go when it comes to a lot of different things and uh, mm-hmm. in the in the social issue world. Uh, obviously, you know, as as men of color, <laughs> we, mm-hmm. we we know we we know about some of the things that we've dealt with over the um, last few years and things that have come to light. It's uh, it's this this country has a long way to go still, and mm-hmm. and, still and that's. Long. That's one of those cases, you know, dealing with sexual allegations and and sexual abuse towards women and things of that sort. We the, this justice system in this country has a long way to go to figure out how to best how how to best take care of those folks who have who have suffered from things of that sort. And I don't know. Yeah. I just don't. I don't know when we'll get there, and I don't. I def, I definitely don't think that we're there yet at this point. Yeah, and I don't see it in the foreseeable future right now. The way it's looking like. Yeah. So Sam, I've known you for <laughs> quite a long time, well over a decade, and yeah. uh, I know you're a pretty you're a pretty fashionable person, right? You're, you're a pretty fashionable, yeah. You, yeah. As the kids say, you got you got the drip, right? Drip. <laughs> you know, you know, learn from the you know, learn from the best. Yeah, yeah. Well, the best ain't me, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Ah, you know, I, I, now I'm I'm trying to step up some of my fashion, and we're actually uh, part of this is is kind of what we're about to get into here. Shoes. You're mm-hmm. you're a shoe game guy, right? You you've got shoes yeah, for every yeah. color outfit that you wear. Yeah, you know, trying to be <laughs> variety of them. <laughs> what's your thoughts on what's your thoughts on New Balance shoes? Man, these those are, those are so tough. They are fire. I love them. Like they really, you know, first of all, you got to capture the color scheme, you know, that black, black and red right there, the main color screen, you know, <laughs> can't go wrong with the black and red, <laughs> right there, you can't go wrong with the black and red, you know, great, great NFL team, you know, shit, it's the same colors as New Balance. Uh, so. There's a, <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's crazy, I just, I replaced one Falcon fan and one Atlanta fan with another one, I should, what am I doing here? <laughs> Oh, yeah. What am I doing you know, here? It's meant to be. <laughs> I was, this is supposed to be my break from Carlos and his yeah. and his Atlanta phantom fandomhood, and here you are bringing that Atlanta crap back in here. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know, can't go wrong with them. And then, then you incorporate it where where I'm, where you from? You know, like you know, this is our area, DC. Got the DC flag on them. You can do, you can throw them together with so many things, you know. So what Sam is referring to is that New Balance has released a DC-inspired sneaker that's meant to honor DC, and that was designed by one of the managers of Downtown Locker Room. That Downtown Locker Room is, uh, I believe, Downtown Locker Room is local, right? You don't. There's no mm. Downtown Locker Rooms outside of DC, Maryland, Virginia, are there? 
No, I've never seen one. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I, I'm pretty positive downtown local, locker room is is, is local. Yeah. So, so the uh, one of the project design, a product design managers of downtown locker room, June Sanders, he is the one that actually inspired this shoe, and the shoe can be bought at different downtown locker room locations throughout the DMV. But it's man, I I mean, I saw the shoe and I'm in love. Like you said, that black and red obviously is really cool. Um, black and red goes with a lot of different things, but it's also got this primary gray to it. And I also feel like gray is one of those standard colors that you can kind of get away with anything um, uh, wearing that. But it also has the DC flag on it. And the DC flag mm-hmm. is located on like the heel of the shoe. Uh, it, it's mm-hmm. It's got that 3D look to it where it kind of pops out a little bit. It, it, it's, a, it's a great looking shoe. And I, it's a shame that, it's it's the same that the shoe game is the way it is where if you when it comes to new shoes if you don't get them off the the break if you don't get them right away it becomes a reseller market game <laughs> and if you look yeah. up these dc inspired uh sneakers from from new balance the first thing that you see at the top of google is resellers selling them for 500 400 yeah 300 400 510 dollars on different on different websites whether it's ebay whether it's stock x whether it's stadium goods it it's just it's crazy like why can't one why can't we in the shoe game supply the demand like why why is it always so limited and such an exclusive thing when it comes to shoes where you just you can't they can't meet the demand of, of the people i've never understood why it's like that in the shoe game are shoes that expensive to make or that hard to make? Is that what it is? Nope, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I see if we was talking about like this PS, you know, it's PS5 fiasco, but nah. <laughs> no, it? it's a pair of shoes that they don't even pay more than $50 to make. And the upsell, the profit they make on shoes is just ridiculous. Like I'm looking right now, as you say, I'm looking on eBay for st- starting price is $6.99. just unbelievable. New balances. <laughs> The, I mean, these these look phenomenal. Now, what's funny is that New Balance is often it's often linked with DC as like one of DC's generic uh, <laughs> generic shoes. Like <laughs> everybody has New Balances when you're in, when you're from mm-hmm. DC. Kind of like how how they how they uh, go on New York people for always wearing Tim, Timberlands Timberland boots. Tim's, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like New Balances <laughs> are kind PK. of the DC. <laughs> It's like New Balances are the DC equivalent to how Timberlands are to to, to New York City. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. And then even though I've been hearing, you know, over the last couple of years, you know, our folks from our, our neighbors from Baltimore have been trying to claim them, saying they started it, but we know not gonna get into that. But they did, trying to claim what? Did. Trying to claim New Balances? Yeah, you ain't here. Mm-mm. Yep, they've been trying to claim New Balances and Mumble Sauce lately. Whoa, hold yeah, on now. Yeah, yep. Now mm-hmm. we have a problem. Exactly. <laughs> they say, yo, we've been wearing new balances, yo, for the last few years, yo. We started it, yo. And Baltimore people do say yo a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's how they be. That's how they started. And you know, I'm 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 not about to argue. We know who started it for real. It's it's funny. We actually had a we had a guest of a, a few weeks, a few episodes ago. Um, she actually is a host that hosts the show before us on the real fun dc app which you can listen to weeknights at 7 p.m you can listen to us listen to us weeknights at 8 p.m 
her name's Nikki Nellis, mm-hmm. and she's she's a she's a local food enthusiast. And we asked mm-hmm. her about DC versus Baltimore food cuisine. And someone mm-hmm. we we you know we found like a a, a tweet that kind of went a little viral, some you know like locally viral, mm-hmm. where someone basically said Baltimore has. Uh, uh, Baltimore has a better food scene. DC is just known for brunches, mm. and that's it. And she, mm. she, she went against that. She said, "No, that's not how it is. Baltimore does have great food. They have great mm. cuisine, but DC yeah. is more uh, of a melting pot and more, yeah, I guess more international when it comes to their food variety. So while we do have yeah, a great brunch scene in DC." Right, yeah. While we do yeah. have a great brunch scene, there's there's way more variety through what uh through <laughs> through what DC has to offer as opposed to 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 you know, I guess whatever good food they have in Baltimore. Yeah, and that's I'm, I'm, that's crazy that you mentioned that. One of my homegirls that she's actually from here and she just recently moved to Baltimore and she said that though. She definitely agreed that um she said Baltimore has better, you know, the better food spots and um I was surprised. I was taken back by that. She was raised here all her life, and she, when she said that, I was like, "Hmm, interesting." But the advantage that you said that we have, we have more variety, so you can't beat variety. You know, even if the quality of certain things, oh yeah, they got better uh, crab. We got better. They got better crab cakes than us. Okay, but we have better Italian. We got better Ethiopian. We got better Indian. We got better Caribbean. We can. There's so many things that we can go through. That's what we beat them in depth. You know what I'm saying? I would give them the, you know, seafood, probably the seafood edge, you know. But other than that, I think we have the advantage. Oh, my bad for the seafood reference. Oops. Oh, no, no, it's fine. I, yeah, for those that don't know, I'm allergic to seafood. So seafood <laughs> has no emotional space in my soul at all. Um, yeah, it is what it is. It's not, not anybody's <laughs> fault. But I just, it's just always funny that Baltimore, basically, you could get in an argument with someone from baltimore about food and it's always going to resort to well we got crabs though yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> we got seafood though. and it's just, it's uh, it's funny but the uh I, yeah like i said the, these shoes are, are are really cool uh you know i i mean i i think they look pretty fashionable i don't know if you if you would agree uh mr fashion forward Oh no, I definitely I need a pair. I'm not paying six hundred, but I'm gonna give no, you a pair one of these days. Not six hundred. No way you're paying yeah. six hundred dollars. <laughs> yep, just like I waited for um these uh this it reminds me of these Patrick Ewans that came out. These uh Patrick Ewans and they was inspired by DC and it's we call them uh I know you're familiar with the guy Big G, um, you know, local celebrity he was mm-hmm. he was in the wire and played in the uh, backyard band and all that he was in everything he had he came out with these dc inspired patrick ewans and they came out a couple years ago but i finally grabbed them you know years later i'm gonna show, I'm gonna show them to you real quick. let me see oh mm-hmm. I'm gonna show, I, I is that, that the is that the logo there too is yeah, that the, yeah i mean the dc flag there too wow yeah those came out and i, I fell in love with them but at the time you know they was upselling they they started out at three hundred and they just went up and I finally caught them for about two fifty from a reseller and it was yeah I, I still got them and oh I was man so, yeah, so when it's yeah I just sent two fifty to they they yeah. uh, they Patrick Ewan yep definitely just designed for DC they're rare so 
they come, they came directly from this area and not a lot of pairs come out. They didn't, they, I think they only dropped them once. They didn't, um, didn't drop them again. Oh, look at that. Now we're, we're yeah. obviously we're an audio platform. So I'll, I'll post these pictures on uh, the yes and other podcast Twitter account. So if you want to see the pictures of these shoes, I'll post the DC uh, inspired new balance shoes too on the yes and other podcast mm-hmm. Twitter account. But um yeah, I mean, man, first of all, I mean, the, the design of the shoe itself does look cool, the shoe that you yeah. sent me. But that bright silver might be a little too much for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be able to, yeah, that silver, you got to be specific with that. You can't just throw that together. But have you noticed the common scheme? You know what I'm saying? You see the same color scheme similar, like that red with the black yeah. and the silver slash gray, like it's, you know, I guess that's what we know for that that color scheme. Well, yeah, you know how it is when it comes to Maryland and DC. We're very proud of our flags around here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all you got to do is slap a Maryland flag or a DC flag on something around here, and this area is standing up on a couch for it. Mm-hmm. That's it. So Sam, the other day I sent you a Twitter clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sent you and multiple other people in our and a couple of group chats we're in. Sent you a Twitter clip of our guy T-Pain. Now, T-Pain, of course, famous hip-hop R&B artist from the early 2000s through today, featured on a lot of people's different tracks. He he did did a lot of his own great music. He was on Billboard charts all the time throughout the 2000s, whether it was his song or whether he was on somebody else's song. Remix. Yeah, you always knew T-Pain because obviously his voice was very unique and his usage of autotune was very unique. Mm-hmm. So I sent you this clip the other day from Twitter and I was digging and trying to figure out where this clip came from. Now the clip was about a minute and a half and it was, it looked, you know, documentary style. T-Pain was sitting there and he was talking to somebody on the other side of a camera and the person on the other side of the camera said, so I heard a story about you and Usher. And T-Pain had this look on his face. He's like, oh, oh, man, not this story again. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he goes and he goes on to tell, you know, again, in about a minute and a half, he tells the story of how they were headed to an award show. I forget what it was. It could have been BET Awards, could have been MTV Movie Award, yeah, or 2013, Awards. 2013 BET Awards. Boom. There you go. Mm-hmm. And he said they were on, you know, in first class, living it up, partying up. And someone came over to him and said, hey, Usher want to talk to you. And he's like, oh, shoot. What, what, what's Usher want to talk about? That's, you know, that's my dude. Mm-hmm. And he goes over to him and Usher, you know, daps him up, says a couple nice things to him. And then he says, you know what, man? You really effed up music. <laughs> and mm-hmm. T-Pain's like, huh? He's like, yeah, you really, you really effed up music with this auto-tune mess and t-pain goes on to say that you know all these years later he realized that that moment there is what sent him into a downward spiral of depression and man when i saw that clip as a t-pain fan because not only am I, have i been a fan of his music for all these years but he's also a, a, a twitch streamer and he does a really great job uh, entertaining on his Twitch streams. He does, not only does he play video games, but he does music and stuff on there as well. He does some comedy. He, he's awesome Twitch streamer. So I'm a I'm a T Pain guy. I've loved his music, and I think he's a great personality on Twitch. 
when I saw that clip, that sh- that struck a chord in my soul. I was like, dang, yeah. Why would somebody talk to T Pain like that? Not just somebody, Usher. Usher, yeah. That had me furious at Usher. So now I had to go and dig and find. Okay, what's the story behind this? Like, where did this come from? And I found out that that clip came from this Netflix documentary called "This Is Pop." Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cool documentary series. I saw, I've seen the first two episodes of it. Um, I'll talk about the first episode later, but the second episode was titled "Auto Tune," and it was mm-hmm. the story of basically the rise, the rise and fall and rise again of Auto Tune. Uh, you know i'll I'll recommend going to watch it but i'll give a couple of tidbits from it (laughs) but uh the 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 episode did start with that scene the episode started with that scene of t-pain talking about what usher said to him and as you go along they you know they start digging into how autotune started then they dig into t-pain's story of how he started with autotune and it was it was just it was eye-opening for one that Mm -hmm he used the way he used auto-tune to define his career uh it was it was very eye-opening but i I just i the i'm stuck on the fact that usher would say that first of all exactly (laughs) usher Uh, of all of all people usher said now uh, i don't understand for one where usher comes from filling I don't it, it seems like he said that because he was threatened by it. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you down talking to someone that you know more than likely looks up to you and follow trying to follow your foot footpath, but using his own style, using you know, staying in his own lane. And you know, nobody's comparing T Pain to us. They, they they got two different lanes, you know what I'm saying? They they got the two different lanes and whatever works for you works for you. And T Pain use that to his advantage every song was a hit he came out with solid projects great overall person so um i'm kind of i'm really disappointed in usher especially you know people give him his flowers and you down talk t-pain and you know to find out he was depressed like that that really sucks make him look like an asshole because <laughs> when you posted that in cgi and i you know i uh, um discord server we all just like usher why would you do that we all we all got offended we all as soon as you put you everybody was like it was nobody defending him like we all was like nah t nah i can't believe you did t-pain like that yeah and the documentary goes on to to basically show it wasn't just usher you know t-pain caught a lot of flack throughout his entire career early on for the most part because of Mm -hmm. autotune and and people it showed that people in the industry thought that autotune was a cop-out it didn't show Mm -hmm. off your actual singing skills it showed that people outside of the industry, those who are on social media and fans, just they were, you know, how social media is people are just angry about things for no reason anyway. Yeah, people say, it's, oh, it's annoying. Yeah, they just look for, for reasons to be mad. And then Autotune took off, even despite yeah. despite how angry people might have been about Autotune, it took off in so many different mediums because not only was T Pain mm-hmm. using it, a lot of other artists started using it. And then people started using it in their YouTube, YouTube content and other internet content. Yeah. And it, it, it actually it's crazy. The it's not like T Pain was the first person to use Autotune. The I believe, according to the documentary, the first mainstream person to use Autotune in a song actually went back to share in the mid 90s share used auto-tune on uh the song i think the song is called believe uh pretty famous song you've probably heard it and heard it in things and didn't even realize that you heard it but 
uh, she used auto-tune in that song. And then where T-Pain got inspired to use auto-tune from was from a Jennifer Lopez song. <laughs> where Jennifer Lopez, oh, wow. used, yeah, he got inspired by Jennifer Lopez to use auto-tune. She had it, uh, she had in a portion of one of her songs in the early 2000s. And he picked up on the, the, the basically the type of sound that it provided. And he, he said that he spent weeks and weeks trying to find every program possible that had anything to do with autotune. And he finally came across it one day and said, this is it. This is what's going to make me different from everybody else. And that's exactly what it did. Autotune made him different from everybody else as a rapper and as a singer. And I, you know, I commend, I commend uh, T-Pain for that. I think that's awesome that he was able to take that and create uh, something unique out of it. And he benefited from it. Yep. And he inspired a whole generation of everybody. Everybody uses auto-tune now. Rappers, singers, uh, this song that I'm dropping at 12 got auto-tune on it. I should throw that out there. Everything. Everybody. (laughs) Yep. And he, I would say he's more of an influence than you know, influenced the music game more than Usher, you know, not saying he's better, but I'm just saying he had more of an impact and influence on, you know, this game, like from R&B, neo-soul, rap, he had influence. And like you said, uh, streaming content, everyone used all tune, but he set, you know, he set a tone, like, even though he was inspired by J-Lo, but he took it and made it, like, when you think of auto-tune, T-Pain comes to mind. Oh, yeah. Someone that mastered it, yeah. Absolutely. It was a good documentary. I definitely, again, recommend watching it just to kind of see the story of where Autotune came from, how it inspired him and how it inspired a lot of content beyond him. Um, and then there was this really mm-hmm. cool part where um, he did a interview or excuse me, he did a uh, an acoustic session on, I believe mm-hmm. it was, I forget what they call it, a Tiny Desk Concerts, Tiny Desk Concerts mm-hmm. on, um, I want to say NPR or something of that sort, you know, one of those kind of national public associations or whatever the and he he did he basically he sang his song buy you a drink without autotune mm-hmm. and he used his real voice and he was amazing yeah <laughs> he was actually yeah. really really good without autotune and it he yeah. said that that was the moment where it kind of pulled him out of that depression uh, in a way now he did say that it was twofold he said that it was it was a moment where one he was kind of mad at people because he was mad that people it took people for it excuse me it took him to sing without autotune for people to realize how talented he was so he was mad at people Mm -hmm. about that but at the same time he also felt redeemed and kind of relieved and happy about the response from that so you know (laughs) again usher usher you, you stink for doing that Damn you. Yeah, that's just <laughs> asshole. Leave our leave our team alone. <laughs> yeah, that's out there. Leave him alone, man. Let him live. I just, yeah, that's that's rough. Now, now the other episode that I watched was the the first episode, it was about boys to men, which mm-hmm. basically the documentary would go on to talk about how how boys to men came to be, how they were discovered by um uh, Biv of New Edition and Belle Biv DeVoe and how then they would go on, how Boys to Men would go on to basically be the start of the boy band era and 
you know, groups like NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees, and all those groups were inspired by Boys to Men. But the but the reason that they were inspired by Boys to Men is because the pop world wanted basically the pop world wanted white guys to do to be the white version of Boys to Men. And that's what mm-hmm. those groups came along to be and kind of stole Boys to Men shine because they they were exclusive to the pop charts. Whereas Boys to Men was kind of teetering and tottering between the pop charts and the R and B charts, uh, so it was pretty, pretty, pretty good documentary. Again, this is Pop on Netflix. I definitely recommend going to go see it and watch that and see uh, see that in full. But that was that's another episode that I recommend if you go check that out. Yeah, I definitely got. I want to check the whole series out now that you mentioned. I'm, that's something on my watch list now because that's something definitely I want to look. That's you know we we get to, I like those type of documentaries because you know we get to see behind the scenes stuff that we didn't know and a lot of things make sense in our um adulthood that you know growing up just we just see the out what they present to us but now we get an inside look of it everything can you sing a boys to men song nah no nah, i can't do that right. <laughs> not yet i'm not i'm um, not saying right now but i'm just saying nah, i don't think i'm there yet you know i, I ain't tapping to that yet i need a couple more years you know to reach elite level you know you gotta it's levels to it <laughs> did, I ever, did i ever tell you about the time that i lip-synced to I, I did a lip sync performance to Boys to Men End of the Road. Oh nah, you ain't tell me about this. Oh, <laughs> see, you know you ain't tell me. I would have bought this up about sixty times. And I, I may or may not have a video on my Google Drive somewhere. Ooh. Just, just saying. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely need to see that. You know, I won't, I won't leak it unless you tell me to leak it. But I need to see that. <laughs> it won't. I promise you, I won't put it on my uh, Instagram or nothing. Ooh, now now you ain't gonna see it now you definitely ain't gonna see it I was, I was, I was, fingers crossed see what yeah. <laughs> you gotta show it to me in person so you, you know it's real i'll, I'll consider it we'll, we'll think oh about yeah it. see that's all i need that's all i need you ain't say no you ain't say no but not boys the man they, they set the they set the um you know, set to pay the road for a lot of artists too. Like these they did, they did, they did, and that documentary shows it off. So again, I definitely recommend it. It was really good, but um, but yeah, that'll do it for episode ninety-eight here of Yes Another Podcast. I want to thank my guests stepping in for the injured Carlos, called up from the minor leagues to step up for for Carlos while he's on the injured list. My 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 guest here, Sam Smoot. Sam, where, where can we follow you on social media? G6, you know, G number six, underscore GOAT, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, you name it. I'm on there. Look forward to engaging with everyone. Thanks again to you, uh, Durst, for bringing me on. I'm always, you know, call, text away if you need me. Appreciate you. <laughs> you got Thanks it. You got me. it. Yep, absolutely. And then, uh, again, you want to plug, you want to plug uh, G6, uh, you know, like for those who may oh, yeah, had yeah. not listened to your episode that we had you on a few a while back, uh, go ahead and plug G6 for let 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 folks oh, yeah, know yeah. what G6 is um, and and where they can get your apparel. Yep, G6 stands for Game Six. You know, my brand. You know, offering you know apparel, sports, urban sports apparel, apparel, and um, personal training, and also entertainment. Manage artists, do mu- music, anything in the music field. We can do music videos um studio sessions whatever you need you know you can reach us at our um game six dash ent for entertainment instagram um the website game six 
elite.com. That's the actual official website. And um, yeah, you know, just all you got to do is write us an email or um, tap into a DM us, whatever you need. You know, we try to get our hands into whether it's personal training, apparel that you may see or may like. You can just order inventories updated on a daily basis. So whatever you order, it's live and it's there. So, you know, look, be on the lookout for more um, apparel coming soon as well. There's been a slight delay with, you know, with COVID going on with these, you know, manufacturers and shipment. But, you know. You know, that one, you know, one monkey don't stop no chef. So we got to keep it moving. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like that. One monkey don't stop no show. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then again, as you said, you got, uh, you got a song that's going to be dropping on uh, tonight. Again, as of this recording on July 1st, yeah. you got a song that's going to be dropping. Yeah, Where can folks get that? Mm-hmm. They can get that on Apple Music, you know, search for the G6 Goat. The name of the song is called Waste My Time featuring uh, Flow Spasm Judah, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube Music, um, you name it. Whatever platform you listen to your music on, you know, you're going to be able to find it. And that'll be dropping at um, 12 a.m. July 2nd. There we go. There we go. You can follow me at the underscore game 836 on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch, and on YouTube. You can follow Yes Another Podcast on social media at Yes Another Pod on Twitter and at Yes Another Podcast on Instagram. Of course, you can also email us topics, guest ideas, or if you want to be a guest on the show, you can email us at Yes Another Pod. Oh, excuse me. You can email us Yes Another Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, again, we thank you. I thank Sam for joining the show. For Carlos, who's not here tonight, uh, get better soon, uh, aka Hope the Hawks Don't Choke. <laughs> <laughs> You can follow Carl. You can follow Carlos and give Carlos grief on Twitter or on Instagram at that brother Los. And shout out to the real fun DC family and our real fun DC listeners. We appreciate you listening on the app. If you're not listening on the real fun DC app, give us a listen on the real fun DC app. You can download that from your app store, Google Play Store, uh, where you can hear this show live every night, weeknights, eight o'clock. We have music that plays in between our segments. Our, our music library is updated pretty much every month. So you get, definitely get to hear some cool new tunes throughout the show. So we appreciate you. We appreciate our Real Fun DC family. We appreciate our yapsters who are listening to the show. For Sam, for Carlos, I'm Darius. Be easy, everybody. Mm-hmm.